Hello, and welcome to Coffee Break on Unsafe Space. Today is a very unusual episode. I want to say this is just for our community because nobody else is going to want to see this because the art tech is bad. Carter's out. He just had a baby. If everybody would like to tell him congratulations, his baby was born on um, uh, Hillary Clinton's birthday. Also, <laughs> I'm, I'm reporting from the ghost town of Terralingua. And I was supposed to be able to go into this general store, which is like all that's here next to the theater. And uh, and a woman who said I could use the use the Wi-Fi is no longer in there. There's a different woman who has a mask on. And um, so I'm in the car. We're going to keep it short, sweet. And our guest today, <laughs> I've already told them, I was like, today's crazy. Every time I try to book Chrissy Mayer, there's some kind of technical problem. Today, we do have Chrissy. Chrissy, welcome to a very unusual. Oh, hello. Welcome <laughs> to Delicious Dish. No, this is so great. I always <laughs> love when like shit goes wrong. And like this just shows what a great person you are, that you're still trying to make a show happen from inside a car. I love it. <laughs> I will keep it short and sweet just because there's some things I there's something really funny that I saw and also disturbing that I'd like to get your opinion on. Was it a um, nude photo? We're also of gonna me? be joined. No, <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it's a video clip. Beverly, okay. can you play this clip? And thank you for bearing with me if my internet's going out. Beverly's is not going out. We're having a day. We are. <laughs> by exploring what different kinds of metaverse experiences. Oh my God. Starting with the most important experience <laughs> of all, connecting with people. Cool. Imagine you put on your glasses or headset and you're instantly in your home space. It has parts of your physical home recreated virtually. It has things that are only possible virtually. And it has an incredibly inspiring view of whatever you find most beautiful. Oh my God. Okay. Hey, are you coming? Yeah, just got to find something to wear. All right, perfect. Oh, oh hey, Mark. Hey, what's going on? Hey, Mark. What's up, Mark? Whoa, we're floating in space? Oh, my God. So let's start so by exploring what different kinds I can't with him. Why? Zuckerberg needs to okay. not be the face of yeah. anything ever again. Put him away. Like, put him behind closed doors. Keep him in the boardroom. We do not need to ever see his face. His fucking face is like 75% forehead and 25% alien. He is so fucking creepy. Everything about him is, a, is a, the fucking cringiest thing I've ever seen. This is literally, if anybody has seen uh, Ready Player One, this is precisely uh, that movie where you have yeah. like a an avatar self and you 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 know you dip you check out of real life and you go into you know other worlds because because everything in your life is fucking shambles you live in like a shanty like your life is has gone to shit and what better time for them to like start promoting this when like a lot of people's lives have gone to shit because of the pandemic i'm so full of rage just seeing his face fills me with rage have you uh have you heard of Nozick's experience machine? Do you know this thought experiment? No. 
Sounds like a smart person so, thing. In the 70s, it's this philosopher who used to say, offer people this thought experiment where they can plug into a machine that's not real, almost like the Matrix. And every pleasurable experience, they have it for the rest of their life, but it's all fake. It's all in their head. You choose to go in the machine or not. And I think that for the first time ever, we're seeing a generation of people do want, they would trade real life to go into that machine forever. Wow. Okay. Wow. They would do it. Ugh. Yeah. Poor Megan. She was not prepared. Can, can you read that tweet for anybody who's just listening? Oh, yeah. Uh, from Megan Fritz at Freegan Mitz. Just taught uh, Nozick's experiment machine for the hundredth time. All but one student were immediately and unreservedly in favor of entering the machine for life. Never had that happen before. Rather threw off my lesson plan. And this was like just from a couple weeks ago. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm so sorry my computer screwed up you're not gonna i just did the dumbest thing ever i can't believe what a dumbass i am and wi-fi it's okay i'm just I gonna let an old i'm just gonna let string yard thing i look like you listen. just came out of like you look like mike you can't you look like you just like came out of one of those like color explosion wars where they like shoot <laughs> paintballs at each other and you just narrowly escaped you look like you're in your panic room i love it this Yes, this is my panic room. This is my podcasting room. This is also my bedroom. Uh, it's really like a triple threat. Yeah. We, miss, where are you? Where are you now? We were talking about how Mark Zuckerberg should be um, shot into space, never to be seen again, because he is pushing this like check out of real life, go into meta life or like meta space. And it's basically if you've seen Ready Player One, it's exactly that. Like you, you have your shitty real life. And then you have your like avatar life. You can be anyone, look like anybody you want. And of course he chooses to look like his own damn self because he's fucking crushed it in the regular life. He has nothing to which from escape. Fucking, <laughs> I'm not even making sense. I'm so mad. He's such like a dumb shit. We're like, kind of like Joe Biden that even if you shot him into space, you would just get somebody worse. <laughs> he could like miraculously breathe without oxygen or some shit like that. Cause he's yeah. like an alien. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just, it's so depressing. I don't know. Like, I, it seems like that's sort of like the next thing that they're going to start pushing is like, I think you said it best, Carrie, that like, as things get worse in the real world, they're going to try to send us into this fantasy world. That's so sad. Well, that's people so sad. will choose it. Cause... No, Carrie, go. <laughs> Are you in a car, by the way? She's in a car. No, I, look, I don't think I can talk. Yeah, I'm in a ghost town. We're going to have to do a quick show in and out because the Wi-Fi is terrible. But oh. I, I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that video because I think it's really disturbing. And it's very I disturbing. People, like you said, we'll choose it if the wor real world gets bad enough. And yeah. Mike, uh, we were just Plus, talking about this Look at teacher. what was behind him. Oh. Sorry, I'm interrupting we're behind, you. Oh, wait, I, so I haven't actually watched the video. I just saw like, the clips. Isn't he like in his Jetson's house or something? Well, he said like, oh, and and choose whatever view is most pleasing to you. And for him, it's like millions of starving peasants like, save us, suck. Yeah. You know, that's what he wants to see. Choose the view that's most pleasant for you. It's like, no, but I mean, that's kind of what the left has brought us for a while. It's like they think life is kind of like a choose your own reality. Yeah. 
Yeah, instead of embracing like the one actual reality. Yeah, it's like they've been putting horse blinders on their news, on their thoughts. Like they're just like, oh, I want to see this. I want to see this. And uh, that's basically what this seems like a, a result of instead of like, no, let's all live in the harsh, real reality because that is all that's real. Oh, it's I'm, but I, I, I don't know. Is there like any hope of anything changing? I've, that's what's bummed me out so much. I think the past couple months is like everything. I mean, you know how it is in New York. Like everything is just so miserable. Yeah, it is. If there's money to be made off of it, it's probably going to be a thing. But I think that's why it's up to us to just like shit on these things continuously. And uh, I don't know. I think it'll be like, you know, the same kind of folks that are addicted to video games are probably going to be attracted to something like this, like a meta, like a metaverse or whatever it's called. And and in real life, they still won't be like, you know, finding somebody to have sex with. So it's like it'll still have it's like it looks so glamorous now. It looks glamorous every time they do this, you know, theme in a movie. But like ultimately, uh, unless you you have something where you can completely check out and have no time in the real world, like you still will experience like. Ugh, I don't know. I Yeah. Would it drive these people to like more suicide, more depression if it's like if you're really just making the the fake world like more exciting but you're making the real world even worse because you're given like a bigger place to escape to uh i don't know i think it's just going to appeal to the people that are already kind of escaping life yeah i don't know i uh i really need to see this because i don't know what would your avatar be mike god probably like some anorexic vampire who hasn't eaten in a long time but it's also so, kind of murdery so basically you how you look exactly right now <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wouldn't change a thing you're like i'd be wearing a leather jacket with a hood i would have great hair i like reality i like reality ew what's that is that a beer bottle is that, is that a adrenochrome what is that no it's barbecue sauce yes why yes. would that be right there what is he some hoarder <gasps> i bet that's a nod to somebody somewhere you know i bet you the like real tinfoil hat people are gonna start in with, with that, that means there's a blood of children in the barbecue sauce yeah yeah that's that's i mean like p things don't end up on set by accident you know that's gotta be a a meat that's gotta yeah. mean something to somebody interesting they're all they're all just so damn creepy i don't know carrie what would your avatar be uh -oh. i wouldn't choose <laughs> to be in the i wouldn't choose to be in the metaverse yeah. i just i think i would rather have gruel in reality like in the matrix i don't want the fake steak wow i want the gruel even if it's terrible i want the real world like i don't want the experience machine but that picker can you guys hear me or am i cutting yeah. out <laughs> you're good okay that sure but him on the shop it's funny to me the barbecue sauce because i think probably i think you're right chrissy he probably put it there as a nod to something but it also makes me laugh because it's like he doesn't know what real humans have on their shelves it's like oh barbecue sauce sure put this up here <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah and i keep mustard next to my bed uh, yeah there's Ooh. a video compilation yeah, barbecue's um, got to be a thing. Barbecue. 
Yeah, why? Why is he talking about this? Unless he has sweet a fucking... Baby Ray's, sweet Baby Ray's. 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 Sweet baby Ray, the sweet baby Ray is sweet baby Ray. Sweet baby. Who the hell is baby Ray? Is that the name of the barbecue? This is obviously about child sacrifice. What else could it be about? What could it possibly be about? No, you know it's weird. This actually thing I was talking about with Carter a long time ago. Hi, Carter, by the way. Um, is like, you know, I've never been one of these tinfoil hat people or anything, but when you like like the Podesta emails, for example, when you read them. Some of that shit is just so weird that it has to mean something, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it has to. Right, because they spoke in very common terms. Like, they would use common food language. So, But so yeah. specifically and so out of place, it's so weird. I don't know. Ugh, it is weird. Is that Tiger? <laughs> That's great. From G-Man. Is Carter joining Pete Boudigay? I never know how to say his last name. Boudigay on three months of paternity leave. Come on, man. Yeah, Carter, well, no, Carter's going to be back until... on Monday. He's going to be back on Monday. And you guys, I just want both of you for being so patient with my tech issues and all the all the people in our no, audience. I'm going to wrap it up because this is, I know this is oh, hard. Oh, you're struggling. Uh, and, and I just, yeah, but I'm struggling and uh, there's so much I want to say to you. I hope you'll come back for a real show when I'm back in my house with no tech issues. And uh, and thank you guys for tuning in. One last thing before we go, though. I don't have to say anything. I just want Beverly to put up this image of Chucky. And I want to hear what you guys think about it for Halloween. <laughs> Chucky getting woke. No. I saw this, Oops, from, I saw this from you, Mike. And maybe somebody tell people what it no says. No way. Is this real? Chucky tells Jake about his <laughs> queer child, Chucky TV series. Oh, I've watched every episode. It's very real. How is no. And people, somebody said to me the other day, they're like, who's the, who are the who's the gay character in this show? I'm like, all of them. Every single person. And the one or two who aren't openly gay yet in like episode three, it's you know, hinted that they will be. So it's like 17 of them. It's so insufferable. And I love Chucky so much. I've been, this Child's Play 2, I think was like the first horror movie I ever saw. It's so terrible. I want to share my screen. Did you guys see this uh, tweet of where they made Jen Psaki look like Chucky? <laughs> or maybe I can give you, hold on, I'm copying the link. No. I will put it in the chat here. Maybe somebody can throw it up. Boop, boop, boop. It's really good because especially in that last uh, that last photo, Chucky really does look a lot like Jensaki. Oh my! <laughs> Beverly can grab it. It's so insufferable too, and they're all justifying it with like "Seed of Chucky," which we all know is the worst Chucky movie, and they didn't even watch the ending because he ended up as two different people in it. inside D.C. restaurants, yet President Biden and the First Lady were not wearing masks while walking around a D.C. restaurant on Saturday. Why? Well, I think what we were referring to is a photo of them walking out of a restaurant after they they had eaten masks in hand, where they had not yet put them back on yet. But I don't think we should lose, miss, lose a <laughs> here, and that our objective 
objective here is to get more people vaccinated and you know not overly focus on moments in time that don't reflect overarching policy. It was not just exiting the restaurant though. He was walking through <laughs> the restaurant. I think I just addressed it here. With no mask. I think I just addressed it. I'm just curious. I, think I just addressed it. I think I just addressed it here. Okay. Uh, why did the president bring <laughs> Ah, Ducey. You know Ducey. Ducey is only like 34 years old. We do it, her? Ducey, Peter Ducey. Really? That reporter guy. Yeah, he's actually the son of, I think, Steve Ducey, who um was ho he's host of one of the of one of the Fox shows, or he was the host. So he comes from like uh journalist sort of royalty. <laughs> but yeah, love love the deuce. Um, have you guys seen uh Halloween Kills? No. I think that's like sort of the mirror image to this Chucky show, which is terrible, by the way. Um, that it was just so nice to see they actually had gay characters in it who were just people that happened to be gay, weren't like screaming about being one of the alphabet people who weren't victims. They were just people. So I feel like it's the total opposite to this shit where they're just shrieking about, oh, everyone hates him because he's gay and the queer and the gender fluids. Enough. Mike, as a gay person, I want to ask you this. Like, are you feeling like pressure or backlash um, from like the trans community? Like, like you have to be attracted to trans people if you're not, you're transphobic. Like, does that, is that seeping in the way I feel like it's seeping into like the sort of hetero straight? Sort yeah, of definitely. I was watching a bunch of these horrible video, like TikToks and shit of people talking about that last night. But, um, I feel like with me, all the woke people kind of just avoid me like the plague that like I'm a little bit inoculated from it. But I back in the day when I was surrounded by liberals, like I got screamed at one time because this this woman, she had a transition, nothing, just like big tits, uh, kind of like asked me out, I guess. And, you know, I wasn't rude or anything. I was like, oh, I'm seeing someone. And this guy who was there was like, oh, that was so wrong. How could you do that? Um so yeah, it's insane. And I think it's like, I don't know, I think it's part of a bigger problem that how can there be any sort of shared community when these people who have all the power right now think that sexual orientation is a choice that you can just will yourself into changing? Like, yeah, if I could do that, believe me, I wouldn't do it for these people, these, you know, trans people who look like Howard Stern. Yeah, you can't bully your way into somebody liking you. And and I think a lot of these folks like are dealing with like self-esteem issues, right? Because if it doesn't matter what anybody looks like, like why why does it matter so much if you pass, you know, as as one gender or the other, if it doesn't if it all doesn't matter. So there's a well, lot of inconsistency. Like it's never you will never see an attractive trans person saying that. It's always these people who look like the damn hobbit. Yeah, this is why Blair uh, Blair White has so many haters because like she's stunning. Okay, I love this too. I had to play it. Have you ever had a dream <laughs> that you um you had you 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 could you do you you want you you could do so <laughs> you, you, you you want you want him to do you so much you could do anything. <laughs> Do you remember that little Have kid? You, who the hell is that? That's a little kid. Like that little kid went viral because he just like couldn't get his words out. He's like, "Have you ever?" ever? That's exactly like. I don't think that was like Biden. Yeah, yeah, he still makes more sense than Biden, though. Oh, for sure. 
Oh boy. Yeah. We got to just laugh at it. It's interesting though. It's like I, the inconsistencies and the hypocrisies really like make me upset. Cause it's like, Oh, like, is it about how feminine you look or should we not care about how feminine, like, you know what, should we be attracted to, should it be love is love or should it be like, well, if you're not attracted to me, you're a whatever phobe. So I, th I think people need to get more comfortable saying, okay, then I'm a transphobe. Sure. Yeah. We have to embrace because so, they're going to the call insults. you it no matter what. So true. And true. You look at like the insults like Nazi or white supremacist or like alt right. Like, I feel like we, I know I've been called all those things a ton that it's meaningless and maybe it's overall kind of more meaningless for everybody. It's like, you know, well, word, I feel like in general, their words just mean nothing. It's the same way that they talk about how they're protecting your health. And then the moment that you don't do exactly what they say, they want you to die. If you say you're not getting the vaccine or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, we, we just had like a, a conversation. Uh, there's this, so I don't know if you heard this or I told you this, Mike, but I came out and said I wasn't going to perform at any comedy clubs that required, yeah. that required the vaccine because it's just like there are loopholes for comics and performers. But I was like, why would I do that? Like, why would I be part of the reason why people are getting pressured to do this? And uh, we just saw this earlier, like me and Frank were talking about this, like there's a comedy club owner in the city who I saw because he, he tweeted yesterday we were talking about this and he was like, oh, how can I build more community? And then, you know, people are chatting like, hey, and then somebody was like, stop requiring the vaccines. And then today he's like, oh, uh, should I do an unvaccinated uh, only comedy show? And then people are posting like gifs of like the SS, you know, because it, it does sound like you're trying to round people up and like, oh, who does anybody know any good unvaccinated comics? And I'm like, I understand what he's trying to go for. Like maybe he thinks, cause obviously he's just trying to get business, right? Like he's trying to, maybe he thinks business has dipped much like it has a lot of the restaurants in the city. Maybe he thinks, Oh, if I do something, especially for the unvaccinated, like then business will be booming, but it's like, Oh, it shouldn't. Hey, how about, and then like me and Frank were saying like, Hey, how about a show where you just let anybody in <laughs> try that? Yeah. Like, can you, I don't know. Like, would I be the face of, of an unvaccinated comedy tour? I would if, if the places were, like, not mandating, you know, if the venues were all, like, were not segregating. That's the problem, though, is that so many, even a lot of these bigger people who you would think would be on the same side as us with that, like, they still go and perform there. Or even, like, average people, they still go and shop at places. They still, if the restaurant you know, says you have to sit outside. Okay. They sit outside. Like, I think everyone just needs to stop giving their business to these people. Absolutely. And there are so many comics that just use the fake cards and are, Oh, just get one. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that is the worst thing you could be doing right now because yeah. that's like letting, that's letting the system know that we're going along with it and it's okay. And that only naturally leads to, Hey, there are so many dupes out there. We got to make this go digital. We got to, we got to mm -hmm. do like a fucking tattoo. We got to do, you know, it's very, very scary. And and like, I don't know. I just don't think anybody should like let their foot off the gas. No. no, no. Yeah. I, oh, I think you're exactly right. I, I took off my video to see if my audio worked better, guys. Um, but I think you're mm -hmm. right because you're just com you're complying, but with a one. Which you're still complying. You're You're letting them. Yeah. And it's actually worse than having a fake ID if you're underage, because it's like you will eventually be 21. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of folks are not going to eventually get it. So uh, I don't know, but I haven't missed anything. Like I don't think I've missed out on anything, you know, uh, I don't. And if anything, I'm saving money, like New York city. Are you back in the city yet? Or are you still traveling? Every, every Monday I'm in the city. Yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, good. My boobs are here. Great. <laughs> From Chrissy Mayer's boobs, thoughts on Rumble buying locals? Will it bolster free speech? Will we ever be free? My God, these two can't shut up. <laughs> They're just upset because it's almost turtleneck well. season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was kind of wondering I, I wanna... that. Because um, I don't know about you guys, I have locals. So I was kind of wondering, join my locals, by the way. Um, I was kind of wondering that because I don't know, maybe it's just me, but like Rumble kind of looks like it was made on, you know, Windows 1995 GeoCities. So maybe they oh. can put some money into it now. Yeah. Some people are worried, oh, this is the beginning of the end just because like we've been burned so many times with mergers or like people stepping it up. Like, oh, Joe Rogan went to Spotify. He was immediately kind of censored right away. And then, you know, some episodes got didn't make it all the way like the episodes with like Gavin McGinnis and a few others like didn't make it on to the platform. But then I think he's done a decent job of fighting some of that off. Yeah. So not all, not all mergers could be bad. I think like, cause it's not like locals is merging with YouTube. It's like they're merging with, with rumble. So they seem to both be on the same page as of right now. I think it's, I think it's a good thing. I think it's like the joining of hands, you know, just like, just like I see people and, and I, and I want to see even more of it. Like, you know, you got fired or lost your job because you wouldn't get the jab. Well, Hey, this company is looking for people yeah. like, like it shouldn't have to come to a freaking unvaccinated LinkedIn or an unvaccinated job board. But I'm, that's I'm, what's funny though, about, um, all of these places where they're, you know, putting in the vaccine passes is that they're all going to go out of business. I mean, every restaurant that I've been to is just totally empty. The ones that tell us, oh, you can only sit outside if you don't have mm -hmm. it, tell them to screw off. But you look inside and they are totally empty. So, I mean, the people who are vaccinated are the same people who are afraid to leave their house. We're the ones who would have been your customers. So I think it, I think very soon they're going to have a wake up call and realize that it's not sustainable at all when you segregate the only people who are willing to be out breathing fresh air amongst real people and not in Mark Zuckerberg's little chamber. Yeah, it's hard to know how much of this is intentional. Like they intentionally want like a New York City to fall on its ass and fail. Like if 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 like 80 percent of the businesses go out and all that's left are big banks and, uh, you know the olive garden in times square <laughs> like oh, then, then the banks can that. come in right like then then they can basically like buy up the city and it's it's an easier for them to turn it into like a smart city or whatever you know whatever the powers that be want for the whole world so it's like are they are they like purposely fucking these cities uh just so they can kind of enact this plan or do they really think this is the way to go and it's sloppy and they're messing up and um there who knows who knows man it's like sometimes you're like do they even care if if a thing is failing do they you know what i mean do they even notice they're yeah, printing money I mean, out of I nowhere do these does soon. anything matter anymore <laughs> it's just so depressing i just i don't know i uh you know curtis lee was running for mayor and i've been saying for so him. many years god i wish we just had a republican who actually tried to win and he is and these people are so brainwashed it probably won't matter 
Uh, he's so great. Yeah, I had Curtis on my podcast. He's like, he is, when you think of like scrappy cool. old school New Yorker, that's him to a T. Like he founded the Guardian Angels, which is like, they would go on and like basically break fights up on the subways. They would like, you know, protect women or something who were like walking, just like whatever, like whatever needed help, whoever needed help, they would be there. And uh, he's just amazing. He cares so much for the city. He wants to end like the, the kill shelters, which supposedly I've heard is like a big like money pit for Democrats because they can take all this tax money and then they just end up killing these animals. So, oh man, he, he really deserves to win. It's like, who knows how deep Eric Adams has his like, you know, meat hooks in, you know, he, cause he's any, any outsider, it's going to be real hard for them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there was, he's, he's great. He's great in the debates. He's, he's he really knows his shit. He doesn't, he's not a, he doesn't back down. So I love him. I wish I lived in Manhattan so I could vote for him. Or Can't the you go anywhere? I, I mean, think you have to live or there. Or I guess you're not technically. Funny. I'm in Westchester. Well, shoot, if he's running for the mayor of New York. That con- that's not, no, it's not considered. Pro- I think, God, this is I embar- this. It's embarrassing I that I don't know, know this. I'm going to Google it right now. Hold on. Can I vote for mayor? How to vote? It's the, yeah, it's the New York City mayor. Yeah, there's a I, governor. So guess... There's a governor of New York, Oof. which is the whole state. She's a real beauty. Fuck, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm. I came to this episode so dumb, but <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm like, I mean, that's kind of what happened with Cuomo, though. What I was saying before is that, like, you know, oh yay, we got rid of Cuomo, and now great, this bitch is even worse. Yeah, yeah. Okay, the chat has corrected me that you cannot vote in New York City if you're not a resident. So there. No, I know that. I just didn't know. Westchester is not technically part of the city, right? No. I, no. I'm glad I'm from Many here, pe- Many consider it part of upstate New York, which is a little bit of an insult, but it, I understand. Ouch. <laughs> it's all good. Aw. Carrie, how's the car? You got your dog in there? Yeah, I wish I could talk to you guys. I know it's like it's coming through delayed. So Yeah, it's a little bit of a delay, but I can hear you. Okay. Wait, sorry. I I just... Oh, sorry. You forgot she was here. (laughs) Yeah, I just... I was wondering what you guys think about these charges, these new charges. They're charging Cuomo with uh, inappropriately touching his aide. And I heard some people, since you're both from New York, I heard some people saying that they're only charging him because he has so much money in his real election campaign. Like they're playing for keeps. They're not, they're not. Yeah. Like the Democrats wouldn't, why, why would these charges be filed? So after the fact, right. It's like, what more do you want? Unless like the victims or, or whoever represent them go, Oh, we could cash in on this. Like, He's already been so shunned. Why don't we keep going and try to get some money out of it? And the Democrats could make a showing of look how principled we are. Ugh. I yeah. I think I think it's so stupid though. It, I mean, all the people who he killed, all the things that he did, and this Oof. is what takes him down. Like, I mean, I don't really know the specifics of it. I <laughs> heard somewhere, and this, like, okay, who knows if this is like even. 
But I don't know. I was listening to this. This God. Now, of course, I can't remember his name. But he was reading through, I guess, like the deposition or like the like the review of charges that Cuomo was going through for the nursing home stuff. So I, apparently, he was saying that he put people who were still alive from the nursing home on refrigerated trucks, still alive, like very, very cold refrigerated trucks, basically like had them die on these trucks and then also had like trucks with crematoriums on it. And then they all, then there was like pictures of him standing in front of this like mass grave. It's sound, it sounded fucking wild. If I find it, I will send the well, link to you. The, do you remember when they started building mass graves in what was it? Roosevelt Island or something to just, yeah. And, it makes they never sense. Got used, and there was a floating hospital that never got used. Oh, they built floating hospitals, even here in Westchester, like all next to the, uh, I don't know, the Bronx River or whatever. So I'm mean, was like, or by the county center, they built all of these like outdoor tents, like, oh, it's good. They didn't, not one person, it, they were never used. They, not, and they only kind of just recently took them down. And I think they took their sweet time to make it look like, and all of this is to make New York look like the friggin' epicenter. You know, maybe the powers that be decided that New York was going to be the epicenter of the, of the pandemic. And Cuomo did what he did to make the numbers as high as possible because that it's part of the plan and also meant lots of money coming New York's way. That's it's really what I think. It's fucking crazy. It is fear porn. Like, but, but, now they, but now they take him out with something else because they can't admit to any of this fear porn stuff. Yeah. It's like Fauci. If Fauci gets taken out, is it going to be because of the dogs, but not because of his policy oh. recommendations? Interesting. You know, or, That's what I think. Or, not, in, or the money that we sent to the Wuhan lab. Like we basically funded through Eco Health Alliance, we funded gain of function research on coronaviruses, but we don't care about that, but we care about the dog research. That's yeah. what I think they're gonna end up doing though, is that you know, because it goes so far beyond Fauci, he's just one person. But I think eventually at some point they're just going to turn him into the sacrificial lamb to push all of the things that have happened onto him and then be like, oh, we've cast the bad person out, which is exactly what they did with Cuomo. And now his replacement is 10 times worse, I think. I mean, she hasn't killed anyone yet, but like give her a couple months. Yeah, <laughs> everyone is so disposable. Everyone is so disposable. Like they use you up and they spit you out to make you yeah, look like. Even, even the people who are their deities one day. Yeah, it's it's fucking crazy. It's like, I don't know. Wait, we can't hear you, Carrie. Carrie! She's just enjoying it. She's just like. I'm just going to let, I'm just going to bow out. And oh. no, but really, you guys are doing a great job. And Chrissy Mayer, take the helm of unsafe space. Wow. It's a, it's a, it's a historic day. And you can close when you want to close. Just tell All people. right, I'm gonna take my shirt <laughs> off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get unsafe in here. All right. Wait, you know what? I just remembered that I was like, we have to talk about. So I was visiting Carrie. Safe space. Oh wait, I was Everybody visiting Carrie in Texas when she was on your show, and you said something about Zubilee Zoo, and she didn't know what it was, and I thought I hallucinated Zubilee Zoo as a child. Zubilee Zoo was only on for I think one season, like a like a crazy short period of time. But it what really, a season though. Yeah, it really is forever seared into my memory. It's like these just grown men in like puppet costumes 
but like 80s they're all there's yeah. like the pat benatar one and there's fucking ben vereen not a good show like it was so creepy, good <laughs> creepy looking but so good yeah <laughs> From G-Man, my guess is Dems have wanted Fauci gone for a while but couldn't admit they were wrong on COVID. The puppy thing just gives them an excuse. Man, if he goes out on the puppy thing, like, it's it's fucking cruel. It's really horrible. Like, no precious little creature, especially dogs, which we barely even deserve as a yeah. as humans, uh, to ever deserve to have their faces and heads eaten by sand flies. Like, that's what I feel like. We gotta do that to him. Like, what possible knowledge could you gain from doing that that's so fucking sick so yeah I mean, yeah i think it's because people are just in such deep denial about what's been done to people over the last two years like i love dogs so much but mm -hmm. i don't think a lot of these people they would, they would have to reevaluate so many other things yeah we've accepted we've lost our humanity that simple fact that he is not he does not walk on water he's done a lot of horrible things they can't even accept that much so it has to be oh well he did stuff to dogs oh it was just this deep this one set of experiments this kind of outlier thing is, is what we're going to get him out on because right if they get him much like cuomo if they get him for the bigger stuff that's part of the system well they don't want the whole system and everybody associated to come crashing down just like if they got cuomo on the nursing home stuff uh whitmer in michigan and like several of the other governors who handled it similarly would also be in question it's so fucking dirty everything happens yeah. for a reason every story that comes out has a purpose and a, you know nothing is by accident everything is so calculated and it is, it's and just it you know what I saw yesterday that really bothered me is Biden's talking about spending a billion with a B of our tax dollars, giving payments of half a million dollars each to illegal immigrants because they decided that under Trump, the government caused lasting psychological damage to these illegal immigrant families that they separated. So here's my thing. They what if, if lasting psychological damage governments caused that for all of its citizens in the past few months? So, are you going to give all the Americans half a million dollars each because of your lockdown policies and your mask mandates and your vaccine mandates? Those have caused suicide, depression, lost their businesses, lost their job, they're losing their jobs. That's psychological damage, but it's what you're talking about, Chrissy. It all bullshit. They're never, that's not going to be part of the narrative. So they'll never, they'll never make that a story. They'll never make that a priority. They'll never say, this is what we did wrong to the American people. But they'll do it with the illegal immigrants because what? Because under Trump, they, it, they can use it as a cudgel against the right wing. Yeah, you know. they they know it'll piss off uh, anybody who's not them, right? And and they know the second you mention Trump, your ratings go up. Everyone everyone's Trump derangement syndrome gets a hit of that of that like sweet sweet <laughs> derangement syndrome drug, <laughs> and they're like, ah, what? We can talk about him again. Um, yeah, it's like what what about compensating us for the shit we're going through currently that you guys could stop in real time. And it's just distraction techniques. And I, I think it is to make, I think they are trying to sow division and they're trying to make people like mad 
but I, I've I've been hearing I've been hearing on Black Twitter uh, that this is very upsetting to to Black folks, especially ones that are very passionate about. They're they're thinking, oh, we should be getting reparations first. Like our shit happened. If you you know, if you believe that they should get that, it happened way way long ago. But again, this is a way that they can just bring up Trump again. Hey, ragamuffin! Little ragamuffin, yo no español, no inglés, libertad. <laughs> She does not speak English. I just, I just can't believe that we still have to pretend because you know they were, they became the party that's so ardently in favor of illegal immigration because of Trump, and they just have to be the on the opposite of every issue that Trump's on. But it's like he's gone. We still have to pretend that illegal immigration is a good thing. Carrie, where'd you go? <laughs> She's gone. We don't need her. No uh. kidding. We do need her. Come back, Carrie. Yeah, we love you. And Carter, I didn't know Carter had a baby until she told me. I didn't night. even, I didn't even know men could get pregnant. So you know, <laughs> they can now. How very transphobic <laughs> of you! Yeah, they showed when I went to this um, natural health slash medical freedom conference this past weekend in Nashville. Um, Zach, they had a lot of different speakers. Eric Trump was one of the um, keynote speakers. Judy Mikovits was there, who's one of the most censored. Um, you know, scientists or doctors about, you know, the, the yib yab and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was cool. It was, and the point of the conference was like, yeah, you should be entitled to pursue your own like natural cures versus just like getting bullied into doing chemo and like the regular cancer treatment. Right. But it all like comes together, right. Medical freedom with, you know, experimental mm -hmm. drugs, etc. cetera. Mm -hmm. um, oh, Carrie just texted me. Her laptop just died. <laughs> Oh my God! She's Her laptop really fully died. Feel free to wrap it up whenever you like. She says we're doing great. Um, okay, I gotta get through to these super chats then because I think we missed a couple. Uh, from Adam Coleman, today is payday, and I'm just paying my dues. Hey, Chrissy, I hope you enjoyed the book. Yes, I did, Adam. It's right here. Um, I've been meaning to read his book forever. I know. Check I it out. So many people love it. Check it out. Uh, black victim to black victor. Uh, I'm going to read the back for you. Black Americans are constantly lied to about the source of their community's issues in an effort to profit off their pain. Hello. This is always what happens just with different groups. Look what's going on with the transgender community. Profit off their pain and make sure that they never leave the mindset of the victim. In order to move forward in American society, black people must be critical of all the sectors of black culture and the people that profit off the mainstream black victim messaging. I believe that with honesty, love, ownership, and responsibility, black Americans can leave behind the victim mentality for the truly empowering victor mindset. Once once victorhood is embraced, we can achieve, we can achieve a more peaceful union with the rest of the American science, society and stop accepting conflict within the black community as a normality. Great book. Check it out, guys. Adam Coleman. I think you can get it wherever you get books. Um, That's thanks, been on Adam. My list for so damn long, I got. I know. I feel you. I like. I read the books from the people I have personally met first, and then I just go on. I I, I still have so many. Like I ordered two copies of 1984, but I'm like, why would I send this back to Amazon? Like I'm probably gonna need to give this to somebody. You know, it's like yeah, there's never too many. Um, what the hell was I saying? I can't remember. Neither. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I can't really deal with all the dystopian books right now. I'm like, I could just live in reality. Oh, if I wanted. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I needed a palate cleanser yesterday. I was, You're um, I had one. to look at my astrology book. Hold on. Ready? You have an astrology book? Girl, 
Not only it's the only astrology book you'll ever need. Um, yeah, but your, the people who buy that probably have twenty other ones on their shelf. True, I do. But are this you one might, of those people? No, I was. I'm less so. But this is what <laughs> I need to do when I need to like escape a little. So, Mike, what's your birthday? Uh, April twenty first. So that is Taurus. Yeah, it's like the first day of Taurus. So I don't know what that means. Interesting. Interesting. Is there anybody you're dating right now that I want to that we should see? Chrissy, what do you think? I, you know, I'm <laughs> who just wouldn't want this? who who wouldn't want this? Yeah, okay. I was looking at I had dog tag Gemini because that's my boyfriend. Okay, you're toy. Okay, this is this is if somebody was gonna try to uh, how to attract a Taurus. Tell me if this is correct. Ooh, Taurians are not going to be rushed, they like everything, including a friendship or a love affair, to be built on a firm foundation. They may require restraint and patience, but these are qualities Torians appreciate, for they possess those traits themselves. Hint, the first move is up to you. Taurus is slow to make up his or her mind, and the opportunity will be gone if you don't seize the initiative. Is this all bullshit? No, that's so wrong. <laughs> Show them you like to be in their company. Try to amuse them. Uh, these quiet, easygoing people respond to those. Oh, yeah, that's me, quiet and easygoing. Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. If you tell a joke, remember that Taurus's sense of humor tends to be broad, robust, rabulation. I don't know what that is. <laughs> Physical jokes strike their funny bones. If you're feeding a Taurus, feed him or her well. Take them to a restaurant where the chef knows his business and get them a good bottle of wine. Is that true? No. I'm not wow. Do you not I like mean, food? You, you no, I love food. That's the that's the closest to true but the, but the person they're describing sounds like a real i'm waiting for this bitch. to all be all be wrong so i can laugh the conversation starts to lag try that never feeling topic of interest money <laughs> by all means <laughs> show off your prized possessions from stamps to ivory miniatures to jade <laughs> this sounds like are the you worst impressed? ever jesus are you, wait are you impressed by ivy ivory miniatures <laughs> <laughs> is anyone I kind of am. I, I'm, I'd be impressed if you had one. No, actually, I'd be upset because they come from elements, elephant tusk. Ivory minute. What are ivory miniatures? You know, ivory, the like ivory tusks. They take them. People? They take them and they carve like little. The fucking. I bet Asians are into it. I would bet. <laughs> no, but is that like the those sad people who build like? Oh my god! Hold on, hold on. Look at people. this last. Look at. Oh my god! You're the best, dude. Look at this okay. last. Look at this last paragraph because I can't say it out loud. Wait, move it. It's like out of focus. Don't, Don't. Monop monopolize the conversation. <laughs> Don't be. <laughs> that one's maybe true. Blank with praise. Isn't that funny? You can't say the N-word, but you can say. Wait, it said the N-word? I didn't it see that said... part. Okay. <sighs> Please don't take this out of context chat it says don't monopolize the conversation again i am reading something astrological for mike here <clears throat> once taurians get started they like to talk and don't be <laughs> don't be niggardly with praise <laughs> that means give them a small amount for their home <laughs> their car clothes jewelry their plain good taste and above all for them wow n words in this astrology <laughs> book here this, got, this sounds like it should be the last astrology book you would ever want. <laughs> Actually, I think it is. I really think it might be because I read it for Gemini for my boyfriend and like a lot of it was wrong. 
like oh like gemini's are so classically like flighty and they're not, you know only they live for novelty the second they you know get to know you or it's boring they're gone and i'm like i fucking hope not we've been together like <laughs> several seven years <laughs> but i don't know i think a lot of it really does have to do with your moon sign like your sun sign is what I'm told is like the, the role you play in the theater of life. You know, it's like kind of how other people see you. But then your moon sign is pretty important too, as is your rising. I bet you don't know those though. No, of course not. <laughs> so I would need know that because I'm like the first day of Taurus that it's like split with Aries or something. So I don't know. Maybe that one's more accurate. Chrissy's mayor's boob said niggardly. This is the most I've ever said the n-word is a legitimate <laughs> word that has nothing to do with race i know but it's just it's you know what it's like though. it's it, it feels like, it feels, like a loop, it feels like a real loophole here i wish carrie was here i would read hers all right so you're a taurus is the aries date any better is it better why are you almost an aries yeah i'm like the first day okay i've okay. heard that matters i don't know yeah all right, sure. We could read how to. Maybe how Aries an Aries. a better time on a date. Okay, okay, okay. Tell me if this how to attract an Aries. <clears throat> Sorry, listeners. This has now become unsafe <laughs> astrology space. How to attract an Aries? Don't be timid. Faint heart never won Aries, male or female. Let Aries people know how much you admire them right at the beginning. Aries people will never think you are brash if you are paying them a compliment. They feel like they deserve it. Be a bit careful, though, about laying it on too thick. They can always spot insincerity. Aries people think of themselves as intellectuals. Well, that's not you. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so don't appeal to them purely on a physical plane. They will enjoy a lively discussion of theater, music, politics, or even more esoteric subjects such as history, art, philosophy. I think that's you. A good no, suggestion no. for a date early in the relationship is a sporting event. I cried. They are enthusiastic sports fans. If you don't know how much about the game, da, 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 before a date, <laughs> before an important date, take a nice long nap. Aries is no clock watcher, and the fun may go on into the wee hours. If that one's Ari true. Aries people pick <laughs> up steam while everyone is running out of gas. By all means, bring your problems to Aries. There's nothing they like better than to be asked for advice. They are generous with their time, counsel, money, and sympathy. And there's an additional... <laughs> I was just checking to see if you agreed. And there's an additional advantage. No Aries is in doubt as to what should be done in any given situation. You'll get a forthright, black and white, no quibbles or evasions answer. Important. Never try to dictate to an Aries. They don't know how to take orders. If you want to put an idea in their head, do it in a way that they think it's their idea. <laughs> That one's kind of more true. I mean, that guy sounds like a way better date. <laughs> I mean, aside from the sporting event. Yeah. I literally would have to, whenever I've like gone out with some guy who's into sports or whatever, I'd have to like call up my dad and be like, explain football to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm like not missing. I was never a person who like went to games. Like I did a sport, but it's never a sport anybody would pay money to go see what springboard diving like it's just like you, springboard you, diving you watch it during the olympics and then that's it people only care every what four springboard years diving, <laughs> you assume i've watched the olympics <laughs> no i'm not okay i'm safe space 
Jesus Christ. Um, springboard diving, you know, di- a diving board, like, you know, you know what diving is? Oh, and then you like do the twirls, flips, and shit. twists. Yeah. <sighs> that seems kind of terrifying. It's my long COVID. No, it's fine. <laughs> I like Didn't you say COVID. nothing happened to you? Um, I didn't think it was, it was not a big deal for me at all. It was a couple nights of chills, a couple nights of body aches, which I attributed to like working out for the first time in a long time. So I was like, Oh, oh. Wow. and then I thought I had PMS. Like, I just thought I had headaches for three days, three days straight. That to me was the only weird thing that I was like, huh, maybe something's up. Cause everything else, like I can deal with body aches. I can, I had like a couple of nights of chills and I was like, okay, maybe it's cold in here. Like cause I was in a hotel. I was like, maybe it's just cold. Uh, and then I just cured it with like cough drops, honey, tea, a lot of vitamins. But so then my boyfriend go got to it pet worse. Store you're saying? <laughs> did I didn't what? You didn't go to the pet store. I did not have to go to the pet store. No, but that my roommate at the Nashville Health Conference this weekend brought. She went. She had gone to the pet store and she brought it in her luggage. She's like, oh, "Here gosh. I have it in case." I'm like, "It's so funny. It's like a party favor." <laughs> Yeah, it's like people have been told so much they're not supposed to take it that now they want to, I guess. Apparently, like, uh, they gave it to several members of Congress. Like, they straight up had it. So Of course they did. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy times. Of course they did. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's the topic that should really show these people aren't just, like, mistaken or have different opinions or whatever. Like, no, they are actively deceiving you they know what they're doing they know they're lying oh yeah be be like so critical of everything you see i don't know i'm fired up i'm fired up so <laughs> you're lucky that you're kind of like at a distance from the city it's so oh, yeah familiar. yeah where are you you're are um, you in it yeah i'm in queens uh, oh i used to live in queens yeah i used to live on uh you still live by me crescent yeah i lived on by the Broadway subway stop. I lived with a 65-year-old woman, Susan, who I met on Craigslist. <laughs> I lived there for four years. Crazy. It's so crazy. Like, now I look back. Is she back, a nice old lady? Or... No. She would eat my shit. She would eat my... What did she eat? I had a box of Kind Bars, and she's like, oops, I ate them all. And she, like, didn't... She wouldn't try to, like, replenish them. And she ate, like, my, the, my leftover birthday cake one year. Like, I just... What? I got it from Magnolia Bakery, which is like my favorite. What? Favorite. Who does that? God, that's so much worse. Yeah, a psycho does. <laughs> An unfeeling twat. And I just like left <laughs> the rest of my birthday cake in the fridge. And she's like, oops, she just would start eating it. And uh, and like she didn't work. She just she collected unemployment. But I don't think she was like trying to get a job. I think she was just like sucking off the government. And then mm. I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Who are you? No, like that that meme. But I had my my rent was what like a t- 950 a month. So mm. I was like, oh, and I knew that the apartment was rent controlled that she had lived there like a really long time, like maybe 15 years or something. And I'm like, oh, what if I'm paying, paying like the lion's share of the rent? Mhm. And I always yeah, wondered. No, and then I would like take her mail and like put it under a light, and I'd be like, "Bitch, is she lying to me?" Um, I did that once that I was living in, uh, you know, those lofts in Bushwick where you have, like a million roommates, and they're like giant warehouses, kind of. I had like I think six roommates, and the one bitch was living there for free, and then charging everyone double on top of it. 
So, and I knew it. So I like, when she was out, I like went through all her shit and found <laughs> and, oh and made copies for everyone. I just hate being lied to. Like I'd yeah. rather she'd be like, yo, here's the DL. I'm yeah. old. I have bad knees and hips. Like I'm not trying to get a job here. Like I'm clearly, I have no one, you know, like let me level with you about the, the real rent here. And I'll just try not to eat your food when you're out working eating someone's birthday cake though that seems like something that would be in one of those movies where you eat someone's birthday cake and then it like puts a hex on you or you become that person yeah i hope that that's and what you would happens. have to be at home doing unemployment and she would have to be out telling dick jokes yeah but that's she is like this classic classic example of this old crusty new york lady who like just spends all of her time like going to art museums and protests and then she became 65 and like has has no one like not that everyone has to have kids but like no partner no like ride or die no um you know squad from That's why bother <clears throat> for 10 pounds i don't know what that Euro, is. Euro? Right, fuck yeah. I need to get out more. You mentioned your BF, and it just reminded me: is it just me, or or do people hesitate to say BFGF nowadays? It felt weird when people who knew my situation very well kept calling my wife a partner. I hate that. Thank you so much. What is with people doing that? I hate it when gay people say that. What That's say partner? I hate Instead that boyfriend. so much. I hate that. <clears throat> It's like, what are they, your friggin' business partner? I feel like that's, that was like some kind of euphemism that they would use. I think people who say partner are somehow, in their minds, saying boyfriend or girlfriend is not good enough to them. For some reason, they have boyfriend, like, meaningless or low. Like, it doesn't mean very much, which it does. It, it can mean, it means whatever you want it to mean. But to them, they think partner is, like, more legitimate, maybe if, like, they can't or won't get married, but they want to think of themselves like on that spouse level, they'll say partner. Oh, I hate it. I think it's, it's so very terrible. like psychologically minded. I feel like it's some liberal shit. It's some liberal shit. You don't you sure. don't see any conservatives being like, this is my partner. No, <clears throat> no, for sure not. They're just like, they're just getting married, I guess. And it's uh, like, it's it's just another way in which I feel like the straights are just importing all the worst things from gay people. Oh, Greg from the chat says it's, it was from before gay marriage. They would say, this is my partner, Todd. Oh, I hate but that But why not so just say, much. you know what it is? I wonder if because if to them boyfriend sounded gay and partner doesn't sound gay. I feel like partner sounds more gay. I feel like that's what they used to say back in the day when it's like, <laughs> this is Uncle Frank's business partner. Uh -huh. Like, I feel like it was some old timey euphemism. Yeah, this is my partner. He owns 50% of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> he owns 50% of that ass. <laughs> no, I hate that so much. Right, I get that some people tried to pull that shit with me too for like the, you know, two seconds that I've ever been with someone that they were like, oh, how's your partner? I was like, just don't. So you haven't been like, there's no, no, like, how is the dating scene in Manhattan going? No, slash Queens. <laughs> All of the above. I, you know, I, I cast a wide net. Uh, it's miserable. Oh my God. Do you I, find I, I'm so devoid of anything here that I had to like seek man drama in texas <laughs> which is funny because like um when i went there for carrie's wedding me and carter were hanging out and you know just yeah having good talks whatever and then it, the moment that he left 
I got into some ridiculous thing with this guy that I just met and it imploded. And I'm like, this never would have happened. Carter never would have allowed Aww. this shit if he were here. <laughs> Did you, were you guys hooking up or you like literally just met him? I literally, it was literally my last day there. Oh, I'm retarded. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. No. And then I went there again and this really hot guy who was in, who's like a friggin' Marine or something wanted to hang out. And it was my last day. And I was like, Oh, I'm like, I'm not repeating my mistakes. <laughs> He's like, please, can I just, you want to just watch me do some And now I regret it. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, what, do you yeah. remember his sign? No, I don't know his sign. I barely know his name. <laughs> What's yours? I'm a Scorpio. I'm a fucking hot mess. No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm oh, actually a very, Scorpio. I'm a very self-aware Scorpio. And I know that like, Scorpios, when they're not self-aware or evolved, they like you have your toxic traits and you have your healthy traits. And I know that toxic Scorpios are very manipulative. Um, they can almost like I, I there was a point where I could have gone this way, like like sex obsessed to such a fault that like nothing else exists. Um, Ooh, but the yeah, guys in the chat, their ears just oh. grew like a chia pet. <laughs> D's in the chat. Okay. All right, so let's see. How to attract a Scorpio. Let's see if this is bullshit. <laughs> him. You bring your boyfriend how, on and find this out. Is your partner. You, my partner. This is my partner, Todd. This is how <laughs> to attract a Scorpio. Scorpios are noted for their unpredictability. Uh, but, he, but here are a few general rules that may serve as a guide. That was me trying to be unpredictable. Listen to a Scorpio <laughs> carefully with full attention. There's no way of faking it. Scorpios always know when you're pretending. Yes, and that will be the end before there's even a beginning. Remember, an overriding tr Scorpio trait is curiosity. Never tell a Scorpio that something happened without including the how or the why. That's true. If you leave that out, you'll be classified as either dull or superficial. Neither type gets far with persons born under this sign. They enjoy most forms of recreation, particularly water sports. If you're oh, the type baby. who likes it... <laughs> Guys, pee on me. If you're the type who likes to date at the beach... Or to be on a fishing boat or take a water skiing lesson, you and Scorpio will have much in common. That's true. I do love water stuff. Employ Scorpios also enjoy, but not pee, just regular water. <laughs> uh, parties, social affairs, charity bazaars. Ugh, I will not go to a charity oh, bazaar. God, and and places where they can associate with the successful people. Eh, I mean, no, I'm not going to be like, let me go to this event. It started can, strong. And then I can see what they mean. Like people who are good at what they do, not necessarily like I need to be around the famous. I need to be around the passionate, yeah. the, the people who are like called to do something. If you get into an argument and you shouldn't with anyone born under this sign, please remember <laughs> to be respectful. Scorpios are proud, serious, and don't believe that any of their opinions should be trifled with, even good humoredly. Uh, like if I'm really fired up, like, really upset maybe a little bit only when we're right though yeah but normally okay i thought a lot of that was correct how to attract a scorpio like be hot that's kind of all <laughs> kind of shorten that oh maybe i'm a scorpio <laughs> <laughs> just be hot yeah yeah i don't know if i believe in astrology it's like it's uh been hit or miss so far from this <laughs> this is and then it gets into like cups, cusps, cups. sun signs, uh, a de decanter. I thought that was something you put wine in. Yeah, this gets very complicated. 
Yeah, cusps. Aren't you a cusp? What's that mean again? Cusp. Aren't it's you like an Aries the cusp? First day or some shit. Yeah, the cusps yeah. of Aries. You're April something. Twenty first. <gasps> okay, you're okay. You're a uh, oh, you're a Taurus cusp. Okay, get ready because this oh, might boy. be this might be dead on. You are Tories with Aries tendencies. You are self-sufficient and determined, but also spirited and independent. You cannot bear being restricted by other people's rules. And whatever the situation, you always assert your own personality. People often come to you for advice. You may be known as having great style and confidence. In truth, you sometimes feel insecure, but you hide it very well. You take the intellectual approach to solving problems. In love, however, you are impulsive and extravagant. Is that true? That was kind of like scary accurate. Wow, so you're a cusp, 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 cusp. <laughs> so is that why all the other shit is never accurate for me? Yeah, because you're a cusp boy. Whoa, that was and that, like, yeah. That is for people born between April 20th and April 24th. Oh, damn. Yeah, that's yeah, that you. that was kind of spooky. I'm glad we got to the cusp page. <laughs> I didn't know it was like its own separate thing. Hey! Hers is Libra. Carrie's is Libra. <gasps> Libra, is she a cusp or is That's she just... Mom. Her birthday is October 10th. So wherever that... That's month. right. She has the same birthday as my mom. Yeah. Uh, mine's on July 23rd. I know I'm a Leo and I think I'm on the cusp of uh, Cancer. <laughs> oh my God. All right. All right. All right. Cancer. I feel like you guys are, are we doing Libra? Carter bashes astrology. I feel like he would hate this. Do Libra. Do Carrie's Libra first. Libra, Libra, Libra. Aries. No. How are you, Beverly? Sorry. <laughs> I was jumping. Oh, she was like, it's urgent. <laughs> okay. We urgently need it. <laughs> I'm good. I love your background, Mikey. Yeah, thank you. I have such an ugly wall that I was like, let me try to. You need to paint this. This is just the walls that came with the house. Uh, oh, really? I like that color. Mm, no, it matches the carpet. <laughs> okay. How to attract a Libra. Are we ready? The carpet matches the wall. This is for everybody who wants to attract Carrie Smith into their life. Okay. And you totally should. How to attract a Libra. Librans are the jewels of the Zodiac. The kind you see displayed in Tiffany's windows, not on Woolworth's shelves. Damn, that's dated. That's a dated reference right there. <laughs> they exist to be admired. Their milieu is that of the social arts, the world of good manners and pleasantries. She is very pleasant and good-mannered. Don't fret about what topics to discuss. Librans have a great many interests. Theater, antiques, decorating, antiques. art antiques. Old shit. She loves old shit. She loves old shit. Decorating, art collecting, and our marvelous conversationalists. Of course, their favorite topic is themselves. You'll discover. <laughs> I don't think that I don't think they mean that in a cunty way. You'll discover that even <laughs> when they appear to be discussing something else, they are really talking about their own interests in disguise. But isn't that everyone? Pay the most generous compliment you can think of that has some grounding in truth, and they'll be charmed by you. If this becomes a bit wearing for you, switch to some conversational problem currently in the news. Take a strong position without being challenging or disagreeable. Uh, Librans are always interested in both sides of a question. That's very true. If you express a strong opinion, they will take pleasure in pointing out what's to be said for the other side. Right, because Libras are about balance, what's fair. Yeah. Their sign is like the scales. Mm -hmm. uh, this won't lead to an argument or unpleasantness. Librans dread that, but might 
make for very lively conversation. And if you tell Librans how smart they are and how much you've learned, you won't be making a mistake. Librans don't dote on luxury and often, oh, luxury. She loves her fucking boots and often judge people by the kind of places they go. They believe first class people never go to second class places unless they're slumming. What? Yeah, what? Your, I don't know. Oh, luxury. So I think there's like a this is there's like a version of like Librans who are just like maybe they they like what they like or, or if they like, you know, luxurious things, they won't go below that. I don't think that's her. That's my friggin' mother. Admi <laughs> that's definitely my sister, I think. Atmosphere yeah. means a good deal, and the and the wrong kind of setting is uh, psychically disturbing. Oh, okay. They don't care how psychically disturbing. I yeah, like energy, that. like um, I use that phrase. atmosphere is important. Okay, that's some like Marianne Williamson shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he was psychically disturbing. Uh, they don't. They don't care how expensive the right place is. Librans always think their pleasure is worth the price. If you're trying to please a Libran, show that you have taste. Don't dress sloppily. Librans like to be proud of their dates. If you invite a Libran to your house, be sure the ambiance is right. No noisy stereo. No garish lighting. Dinner had better be delicious. Uh, even if you order it from a restaurant and served on your very best china and crystal, preferably like candlelight. Good music is always helpful. Librans respond to harmonious sounds. Oh, that explains her her music bay. In general, don't hold back on anything. Go all out. Whatever may be said against too much too soon. Librans believe that that's a lot better than too little too late. Librans are like, if you don't deserve me, if you don't like me at my this, oh, you don't God. deserve me at my that. He sounds high maintenance, Carrie does. Interesting. <laughs> I've I know what kind of high maintenance girl. It's like they're talking. About, oh wait, what's her husband sign? I could read their 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 amorous just, combination. Does anybody uh, know Carrie's husband sign? How what are the time frames for match and what's what's after? I can yeah. read. Is 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 her husband the one that's right after Libra? I don't know. I'm not sure. What are the time frames for them? Um, I, wait, do you know his birthday? I don't know if, if they want to publicize it. I know it's around this time. Though. Okay, not the year. We're not trying to dox. All right. All right. They think a Scorpio. 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 They think he's a Scorpio, which is the one that's right after Libra. Thank you, chat. <laughs> I'm a Scorpio. Okay. Libra and Scorpio. At first, Scorpio's intensity in love flatters Libra, who is always looking for a new form of attention. But Scorpio is also touchy, moody, and quick to lash out in anger, which is just the kind of person Libra cannot bear. <laughs> Possessive Scorpio tries to control a lover, but Libra has a need for diversion and won't stay in Scorpio's nest. Libra's flirtatiousness and casual attitude towards sex infuriates the sensual Scorpio. As Scorpio seeds and becomes steadily more jealous and demanding, Libra either has to submit or leave. By the way, when I read my and Frank's thing like this, it was also totally inaccurate. So, again, it has to do with, like, your other planets. I don't like going straight sun, sun sign to straight sun sign because... Again, your moon sign has so much influence and your and whatever planet is in Venus, that's kind of like who you are in love in a relationship. So I mm -hmm. I don't this doesn't give the full scope. My my love planet must be the one that isn't a planet anymore. <laughs> oh, Pluto. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just a dust cloud. Um, all right, so we're looking at Cancer. Cancer, right? No, you're a Leo. I'm a Leo. I'm on, on July 23rd, so I think it's the cusp of <gasps> cusp. Did I you say know cusp? So into astrology. I'm not. I'm no, I mean Chrissy. <laughs> I, I, it's fun to talk about it though. But. Every once in a while I get into it. So, so should I read your cusp thing? Cuspometer? Whatever That's you want a good to. one, apparently. Oh, your boobs, Chrissy, are asking me what's on my shirt. It's a T-Rex with a monocle and a top hat and a bow tie. I think it's <laughs> a reptar. Okay. How to attract a Leo. Get ready, guys. You can always, this will be part of the book club. You can always win over anyone born under the sign if you show by your actions, your attention, and your unceasing compliments that you are completely and hopelessly lost in aberration. If you really feel that way, you're in clover. If you if you don't fake it, Leos won't suspect your sincerity because they think they're fully as wonderful as you tell them they are. Leos almost never think compliments go too far. Is that true? No. Okay, great. So it There's sounds another... like this bitch is susceptible to love bombers. Ooh, oh, right, love bombing. Mm -hmm. I, I was I was once that way, for sure. There is another way to make an impression it's on like Leo. I plug my computer in. Be funny. They have a fine sense of humor and love to be entertained. You can't go wrong attending a cultural event, especially a preview of some kind. Accompany a Leo to a cocktail party that marks the opening of a new art gallery, an advanced movie screening, or a lecture by an author on a forthcoming book do you like i like comedy i did a lot events. of comedy in chicago but the rest of that it requires like going out and doing things and i don't yeah okay pet peeve for leo men is a heavy amount of makeup on women a pet peeve for leo women is a tight wad date excuse me a tight wad like uh i guess somebody who's cheap which that sounds obscene i don't like that either Bear in mind that both male and female Leos think the best is none too good for them. Leo travels first swap? class. If you're trying to impress a Leo woman, take the rubber band off your bankroll and never wince at a restaurant <laughs> check. Get the best orchestra seats. Who are these people with money that are like... I don't know. <laughs> so they say you're a gold digger. Don't overlook the flowers, champagne, and telephone calls. Man, this My might be an old book. Is Taco Bell. Yeah, same. Same. I love Taco Bell. Ooh. If you're trying to impress, I, I'm the high maintenance bitch they're talking about. Okay, does Leo men really like good steak and wine? Um, keep the ambiance posh, man. The more I read about this, the more I'm like, do I have just below level C, like below C level standards? I'm just like, ah, oh, drive me in your car, find a nice parking lot. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> I want to find the cusp. Where was the cusp page? I lost it. Wait, which one was that that you just read? That was for Leo. Like how oh, to attract crazy. a Leo. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a lot. Let me go to the... Oh, where's the... And there's a whole section about moon influences. Ooh. How many freaking things do they need to try and get it accurate? Lots the moon, of things. The date, the whatever. Oh, should we read about Leo's erogenous zone? Should we read about <laughs> part of the body ruled by Leo? <laughs> My dad is watching this. So. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Leo's erogenous zone. Ooh, the back and spine. Interesting. 
Sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like, who is that? Get away from me. Um, okay, okay. Libra, Libra. Part of the body ruled by Libra. The Libra is ruled by the kidneys. Sexy. Wait, why Libra? That's Carrie. It doesn't yeah. seriously say that. The sign of Libra rules the kidneys. Uh, it, it just means like, Maybe it's like your power zone. It's not necessarily like what turns you your on. Kidneys? Kidneys and the buttocks. Libra oh, women, okay. Libra, Libra women tend to have graceful lower spines and curvaceous buttocks. Might you sing Carrie more in person? Librans are known for having good. He does have a lovely behind. They have good skin, like uh, pleasing features and good bone structure. Ooh, Librans are prone towards weakness in the lower back, and this is the first place in the body to suffer when Librans overexert themselves. Isn't that like everyone's though? <laughs> hmm. No. In winter, they may be afflicted with cold hands and feet because of poor circulation. Isn't that every chick though? Yeah. I was just yeah. All year. In many ways, their health is influenced by their surroundings and relationships. Any disturbance, dissension, or disagreement makes Librans unhappy and undermines their ability to work and function. Okay, so she's very atmospherically sensitive. That's cool. Wait, wait, let's go to Leo again. Which one's Leo, Beverly? Yeah. yeah. Do you know that Leo, as they fall asleep, you can stimulate their back? <laughs> what? What? I feminists would call that rape. I'm just trying to read like the the most interesting nuggets here. Yeah, I guess you like you like your back touched. Do you? <laughs> Leos are not inclined to be sickly. They bounce back when they're they bounce back very quickly when they're ill. Yeah, I don't and, really get sick. Yes. Leos have are very healthy. They live very healthy lives. However, they must learn to slow down in the later years to avoid the risk of heart attack. Healthy life is accurate for me, but I I don't get sick. Like you have good constitution. Like, yeah. So if you get a heart attack at some point, you'll know the book was right. Yeah. <laughs> Do you like rich food and wine? No. Okay. <laughs> I like processed spaghettios and meatballs. No, Beverly. <laughs> terrible. Which I haven't had in forever. But... I need to come cook for you. Leo. <laughs> Leos um, have strong stomachs and good circulation. No, the circulation, stomach, yes, circulation, no. Sir. Interesting. Uh, well, you need to stay on top of your stay. digestive enzymes. I need to what? Stay on top of digestive uh -oh. en enzymes. Can you elaborate? Okay. Be careful you don't get the shits. <laughs> oh. Um, God, this is going into like science stuff. Okay, I'm listening. Foods that aid in circulation are to eat that are good are beef, lamb, poultry, liver, fresh fruit, salad, etc. Eating foods rich in iron. Wow, this is like really everything. Leo people should take care of their backs by doing strengthening exercises. Don't lift anything too heavy. <laughs> don't lift anything too heavy. <laughs> the book said don't lift anything too heavy. I'm going to use that from now on to avoid lifting anything ever again. <laughs> this is cool. Yeah. I do have lower back arthritis. So 
Ooh, are you what lifting else? a lot of heavy things? <laughs> Not anymore. Stop lifting things. Um, it's like that fucking Hocus Pocus book. What? That's what this book is. Maybe because that's your power zone. And it's like, if that's, I don't know, crying out for help. Maybe it's like a, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. I want to hear my erotic section. Oh, yeah, what's your erotic section? You uh, are, us. what Which were you already sounds like such You're a Taurus, right? Word. Taurus, right? Yeah, the but the but the second Taurus, the the cusp. Well, this is just Taurus and Aries. Should I read oh. both? Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. But you seem more like an Aries. Oh, Aries. No, is... but it's like the in between one. I don't know. You're cusp man. All right, Aries are ruled by the head and face. That makes sense because you're the first sign, and uh, so it's you'll your, be at like the top. Aries are ruled by the head and face. You can uh, you often spot an Aries person by their fine facial bone structure and a shiny, healthy head of hair. Ooh, that never stays in place. Uh, sometimes there's a birthmark or mole on the face. Do you have that? I mean, the head is associated with thinking and perception, and the natives of Aries tend to be sharp, shrewd thinkers who use common sense. Okay. Aries people are subject to headaches, migraines, congestion, sinus, prone towards minor injuries around the head and face. And you should use what? headgear. Are you are you prone to head injuries? Oh, I mean, <laughs> maybe, like, that would explain a lot, but... All right. When you get excited or frustrated, do you get red in the face? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, Aries have strong recuperative powers and can fight off illness rapidly. Take Ooh. that, COVID. <laughs> yeah. Do, do, do. Aries people are active, have excellent muscle coordination, and are noted for their energetic sexuality. Because Aries people are busy, uh, you need a well-balanced diet. The cell salt for a sign of Aries is potassium phosphate. This mineral builds brain cells and replenishes the liver. Aries people You're usually spend... Her. Aries people usually spend so much energy that their supply of this element is depleted and needs to be replenished. Lack of potassium phosphate can cause depression. Um, so eat a lot of those things. Salt and liquor are the two enemies that Aries people should avoid. Too much just salt affects... <laughs> too, well, it's just everyone's got their things that they're sensitive to. Drink a lot of water. Okay, whereas Taurus, yeah, the sign of the Taurus is ruled by the throat and the neck, right? Because as you move down in the signs, it moves down the body. Um, the sign of Taurus rules the throat and neck, which includes vocal cords, palate, tonsils. Generally, Taurians have long, expressive necks. Look at that <laughs> neck. An expressive neck is funny like to me. Fucking giraffe. Uh, both sexes are known for their melodious, melodious singing voices, and many are fine singers. Do you have keen taste buds? Uh, that's true. Um, a a Torrens tend have a tendency to put on weight as they get older. You're, hey! are, you, are you older? Not old yet. Are are you vulnerable to colds, coughs, sore throats, laryngitis, swollen glands, stiff necks? And minor injuries around the neck. Necks. No. So are you either are you either getting injured in your neck or in your head? <laughs> either. Okay. When what was you the get, erotic section? The erotic section. I can skip to that. <clears throat> Please be dick. Please be dick. Please be dick. Okay. <laughs> Taurus erogenous zone. 
the throat and neck is Taurus's sensitive area. So kissing on the neck is going to be good for you. Uh, if you were wearing a tie, if someone wanted to turn you on and they were putting a tie on you, they should glide their fingernails over your throat. That sounds almost kinky. <laughs> fingernails. Um, both men and women enjoy kisses and gentle bites on the back of the neck and the throat. Ah, you'd be great for like a vampire. Um, <laughs> I told you. <laughs> and it's Halloween. Yeah. This is your time. <laughs> okay, this is like, and then they give like very specific like sexual moves in here, which I don't know if I should read out loud. <laughs> and, okay. I'm ready to get this book. <laughs> yeah, I think you do, and it also tells you like what minerals you might be toned to needing. Oh, wait, you were a cusp, right? Yeah, is that its own section? Yeah, the cusp. Okay, let's go back to the cusp of oh, Leo. So is that what you are? You're what? a Leo cusp? No, uh, Aries Taurus. Okay, I'm in a different, I'm at Beverly, right? Yeah, yeah. You're a Leo cusp. Right? Yes. July 23rd? Yes. Okay. Get ready because this is going to be you to a T. You are Leo with cancer tendencies. You have high aspirations and tend to be creative. And at the same time, are methodical and studious. You want to make the right decisions and hate to be caught unprepared or off guard. Mental work stimulates you. You have good powers of concentration and an ability to express yourself. Because of your ebullience... And warmth, you attract many friends. You are often extravagant with money because you love to buy beautiful things. You are also headstrong and possessive in love. Is that true? The first half of it, I think, was true. Then it started going downhill. Okay. Extravagance and stuff. Yeah. It's interesting. All right. So we're seeing sometimes it's true and sometimes it's not. Shocking. <laughs> that, that could have been a much shorter book. Yeah. <laughs> there wouldn't be a book then. Oh, God. Yeah, then this all gets very technical about your sun sign, your the history of it. That's pretty cool. Okay. What did we learn? Astrology is fun, but you shouldn't, like, you know, obsess it, of it. Astrology is fun and bullshit. Hey! <laughs> what I learned. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think if you have your chart read by like a professional, that says way more than just checking like a sun sign here and there. Cause it has like it's the full scope of your personality. Um, yeah. I really like uh Weird Owl Weird Owl's That's Your Horoscope for Today song. So if you have <laughs> to, that one has some good good horoscopes. Ooh. I okay. about Weird Owl. I just feel like that's every trans person on tiktok screaming that you have to sleep with them it's fucking weird yeah. out yeah. <laughs> they all look like either him or howard stern really person i don't use tiktok no me neither but i follow that account libs of tiktok which is amazing uh, oh okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i don't know how to tiktok either i feel like i feel like i'm too old for this shit Mm -hmm. I would never have the confidence to go online and make TikToks about how everyone should be attracted to me. Like I, the, I the confidence these people have to have, I don't I understand. Know. They've probably just to been told that they're great no matter what. I've never got that messaging. Like the whole participation trophy no. um, generation. Like I don't know who that is because every no. step of the way I was told that I sucked. So. <laughs> 
And it actually made me work harder. Like mm -hmm. my parents didn't love me for who I was. I had to like all my validation <laughs> I got from achievements. Like that's why I was like so into sports. I was like, do you see me now? Do you see this trophy, bitch? No. So you had like a tiger mom. <laughs> I no, I didn't like neither of my parents were like uh, like diving moms or like, you know, stage moms. They they would drive me to practice, but they weren't like some of the other moms would get like obsessed. They would like be tabulating the scores. They would be, you know, like really obsessing like about who who's going to win and like what's the degree of difficulty of every dive because it's like you get what three scores or four scores, you add those up and you you times it by the degree of difficulty of the dive. So like a regular like Four dad pike would be like, I don't know, 1.4. Whereas if you do like a full twisting one and a half, that's probably like a two something. I forget. I haven't looked at one of those charts in years. But the harder the dive, the more total points you're going to get. I so, think all the stage moms yeah. like need to get laid. That's why they're so invested. Well, in it's like this vicarious living, right? Which my mom started to do a little bit with me. like, And that can get very unhealthy. Uh quickly you know like with these pageant moms you know like dance moms dance moms hollywood That's moms weird. are you kidding like all the kids all the parents that like let their kids just like kind of get abused they're like well uh you're the cash cow so uh yeah. have fun at weinstein's house you know <laughs> i love though when they, there was one that I, I forget what it's called there's one i think on amazon or something that i wanted to watch i love these documentaries about like stage mothers and it felt like they are insane Mm -hmm. yeah chrissy did you do theater growing up uh yes i did well i did one play in high school i played a prostitute in a funny thing happened on the way to the forum <laughs> i was gymnasia she was the one that could do gymnastics that was the only reason why i was cast like we had this very pervy theater director named larry waxman and he just lined up all these girls on stage and he was like you 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 and you and that's how i became in, involved in theater so yeah, it was, I had no lines. I had no lines whatsoever. I just had to like do flips on stage. And like one time during a rehearsal, like the stage is like, you know, it's uh, curved, right? Cause that's a, it's a classic old school stage. And we had the orchestra here. So I, there's stages like this, I'm doing like round off back handspring, back handspring, like in a straight line, like a tumbling pass. And I fucking flipped off the stage into the orchestra. Like I'm talking leg in a tuba, like xylophone oh. keys bouncing off my head like a fucking cartoon. I landed uh, in the orchestra pit, like could have died, I think. Could have gotten badly injured. And like the uh, the conductor is like, where's the percussion section? You know, because I'm in it. That's why. That's why they're not playing. It took him like a really long time to figure out what had happened. And like my mom worked in like music and performing arts. So like the conductor guy was her boss. <laughs> It's so funny how like it's all connected, but I was on crutches for a couple days. Um, oh my God. Ended up being fine. Like, and I also know the guy whose instrument I landed on, like I still like keep in touch with that guy. <laughs> Rob Del Gaudio. <laughs> how scary it must've been for them to be like, do 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 ah, a person, you know? And I got so fucking lucky <laughs> because, um, so here is like the end of the stage, right? I, I could have flipped, you know, hands past it. But the way I flipped is my hands perfectly grabbed the end, the end of the stage. Like as I went back, I just grabbed the end, the very end of the stage. And that's how I was able to kind of a little bit like see what was coming and like a uh -huh. little bit control. But if I had just gone head back, head first, hands back into the instruments. Oh, man, that would have been fucked. 
but since I, you know, it was only like my legs and feet that went into the people instead of like totally, you know what I mean? I don't know if I'm describing right. that well. No, I think I get it. I got so there. lucky. Yeah. I mean, lucky falling into the... not falling off the stage, but yeah. <laughs> Imagine just going head first into an orchestra pit. <laughs> but was, I went feet first, so that's why I'm lucky. Was those the pit act like outside of the stage, or was it underneath, or like it wasn't? Well, this is like budget high school on Long okay. Island, so there was so no like proper pit. It was just yeah. like yeah, the stage was probably four, at least four feet high, because I remember I had to like jump to get on it. Um, yeah, so it was just like on the regular floor. Oh man, that would have been scary if it was like a deep pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I'm scared of. I'm helping out. I'm doing piano for Elf the musical that my aunt is directing, which I've never done before. And now I'm really like, I'm kind of like splitting it with another keyboardist because I've just never, I haven't played in like a decade and it's intense. It's so jazzy. But, oh. uh, but the, I went and saw the theater because I hadn't really noticed. I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I'll be, performing and stuff and I saw it's an actual pit like under the stage like oh so they don't actually see the orchestra at all yeah well oh, that's really neat <laughs> I'm, I'm just creeped out by theater people we were talking about this they're very creepy they're absolutely a cult and they all they all make their way into the improv community oh god yeah improv is the wokest shit a <laughs> lot of, a lot of the for the SJW former friends I have are all freaking improv people and shit. They're horrible. Yeah, it got. I mean, Chrissy, you said you were in New York when you did improv, right? I did Chicago, and I worked uh, at, in Second City. IO bad. IO, I did IO, but now they're mm -hmm. closed permanently because part, partially COVID, yeah. and partially BLM. Oh, good. Ooh. Yeah, whatever gets them out is good. I mean, <laughs> UCB uh, is done. They went bankrupt. They <laughs> went who bankrupt? Knew, who knew in a, in a pandemic people couldn't afford $400 improv classes anymore? You know? <laughs> yeah, now that I think it was all these rich kids, who these like trust fund kids who were like... I'm, it's a lot. I'm and then funny. it's like grown, grown men and women who are trying to like work on their public speaking skills. Like, I'm, a, I'm an accountant, but I want to you know, work on my presentations. It's that guy. And then it's like, my name is Bob. I'm coming out of a harsh divorce and I just want to meet new people. So you have like those types and you have insane theater kids, like, and then musical theater kids, which are like also mentally unwell. Retired people, like older women. There was one, I remember one woman in a class, she left, I think halfway through the first class and then never came back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And that is where SNL casts from. That's why of I joined. Cause do. like, you're like, oh, I'm gonna be plucked out, and then you do. There are a couple people from improv that like, they're like, huh, what the fuck? This is oh, this is like, all right, this is a scene, and then they kind of make their way out to stand up, which I was part of those that right. that group, and then the people in stand up, it's so, it's so much an individual sport, which is it's terrifying. I did a yeah. class, and we had to do. A, I didn't realize we had to do a performance at the end of the class, and I hated it. It was just so scary being um, alone on there. Like it's different it improv. It I can say stupid stuff. I'm like, okay, like maybe yeah. that, maybe that miss, like whatever the scene's over and wait, or usually you have other people on stage with you too. Yeah. Stand up. It's yeah. That was way more, way more terrifying. The highs are higher and the lows are lower. It's like yeah. the whole effect of it. But I, I just like, Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just got sick of it. Cause you have to rent a, to do improv, you got to rent a room, rent a coach. There's like four to 10 of you on a team. So it's, 
a lot of opportunity for drama and just it does it's more expensive to do that than to do stand up oh that's fair i yeah i like Oh, what? People. I knew these people who were on like the alphabet people improv team at UCB. Bunch of fucking laughs those people are. And they care about the diversity and stuff too. I remember a friend, he he's black and he was asking about like, oh, my improv team that I'm really, like, you know, he was asking like what kind of people I had on there expecting like other non-white people. And I said, they're all white males who I chose like because those were just the people that I felt most comfortable you know like I clicked with the best that I thought were funny and we get along I didn't care about what race and stuff they were so I don't know yeah. I feel like there's a whole pipeline of like first they're rich kids then they do musical theater then they do improv then they work for BuzzFeed <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah I know I I definitely was not like one of these there are rich kids in theater and there's rich kids like, I mean, in improv and like definitely rich kids who pr pursue stand-up because you can always tell like, oh, you live in Manhattan? What? And you're 22? Like, what the? You don't, And you don't have a job? Like, what's going yeah. on? <laughs> and then you're like, what the fuck? But I only was able to do the improv thing because I worked full-time, nine to five, and then I would commute back home to Long Island. And then so after work, I would just do the improv thing. And then the other days where I didn't have class, I'd be sitting in shows and being like <laughs> obsessing, you know? I think I worked like four part-time jobs and then I was taking classes at IO second city and the annoyance and then all at the same time. And I got too burnt out. So I had to like drop out of those and I finished IO because I, yeah. I liked that one. The, IO was the best. That one was the most fun. I think I liked, I liked Mag the Magna theater better than UCB. I felt like it was less. I don't think like, I know that one clicky. And I mean, all of it's clicky, but so clicky. it was more about like, teaching you kind of acting skills rather than like mm -hmm. uh this like ucb just just was such a scene it was it was very pretentious it was like this really? one particular style and if you were not that like you were you could have been so talented but you're not gonna like kind of break out of that and also if you're not hooking up with any of the teachers like that's not gonna do you any favors <laughs> wow. either wow. yeah I had I had this one super SJW friend back in the day who was like they were all they were all those UCB improv people, and he's like, "Hey, I'm uh, I'm making this like YouTube video or something." He's like, "Could you do me a favor and be in it?" And I I didn't ask any questions. I should have. I was like, "Okay, cool." So I get to I get there, and he's like, and he for the first time tells me about it, which is my fault. I probably should have asked. He's like, "Okay, so the video is." Uh, you're fucking someone and it's just you just see your face <laughs> I was like um sorry but <laughs> I'm not doing that oh my god that's I just feel so stupid first of all second of all I don't want that shit out there forever <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god that guys I have to leave I'm so sad oh yeah I probably do too okay it is almost time to wrap up anyway okay do you want to do the outro, Chrissy? I'll let you. I'll jump. What out. is the outro? You just say goodbye and thank everyone. Okay. Wait, I thought there was like. Follow me on stuff. I'm doing a. I'm baiting an alphabet person. Yeah. Yeah. Guys... I'm really excited. Uh, What's that? Tell everyone where you where they can find you. Uh, I'm debating an alphabet person tomorrow, and I'm so excited. It's Ooh. on this channel called The Crucible. Uh, so just search maybe like The Crucible Debate or something. Uh, yeah, I have like locals. I have uh, YouTube. 
what am I left on? What am I not banned from? Twitter. I'm on Twitter again. I made a new one. So nice. not Mike Carlo <laughs> on Twitter because I was banned. So Mike Carlo would never be on Twitter, but not no. Mike Carlo is. So. Not Mike Carlo. Okay, good. That's it. That's a good replacement. <laughs> All right, super. I'm going to be performing tonight. I actually have to like leave shortly to go to the Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. I'm doing two shows tonight, 7.30 and 9.30. And then next Saturday, November 6th, I'm doing a show at uh, the Dojo of Comedy. It's called Tiff's Ale House in Morris Plains, New Jersey. Got a bunch of new dates coming up. So just check my website for updates. And yeah, check out the Chrissy Mayer podcast and the Wet Spot on Compound Media. And yeah, this was fun, guys. Yeah, thank you guys so much for taking over hosting. While Carter yeah, we and love Carter. you, Carrie and Carter. Oh. We love you, Carrie. We'll have to do another astrology read. Um, let me think. Oh, any other housekeeping that we need to do? There's going to be an episode of 451 Degrees tonight. I think that's at should be at 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, I think I need to update that. I think at the wrong time. And then book club is coming up at some point, but I don't remember the date offhand. It's going to be November 28th, maybe. Uh, wait, no, that's December. I don't know. November 24th, uh, 17th, one of those days. And it's a handmaid's tale. Is that the name of the show or the book? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. If you guys really want to know, you'll figure it out. Right. <laughs> you like pl plugs. Um, I think that's it. So yeah, thank you guys again. This, it was really so fun. <laughs> yeah, this was fun, guys. Yeah. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for watching. If you're new to the channel, we have a deep content library that includes interviews with everyone from Mike Cernovich to Megan Murphy, so go check it out. If you'd like to see more, please consider supporting the show by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on all the major social media platforms, at least for now. And you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space chat on Telegram. See you there. Warning. This is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production has not been authorized by the Cathedral. Pay no attention to it. For your protection, the following co-conspirators have been unpersoned and scheduled for ideological vaccination. To avoid cancellation, please update your ideological contact tracing app on your smart device immediately. Here's a fun fact. Only vaccinated black lives matter. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it, I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.